SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gable Morenci, and I'm on the grid. And so is the raging redhead, uh, Cam uh, Stewart. And I'm also in the sauna. I'm sweating big time. Game seven, rapidly approaching. We've got week one NFL off and running. Of course, we had a late field goal to uh, put the game over the number uh, last night. A real late uh, field goal to put the game uh, over the number. We're crunching numbers uh, on game time uh, decisions. The raging redhead Cam Stewart's ready to go as his Seattle Seahawks take on the Atlanta Falcons. My Buffalo Bills. Take on the New York Jets. We're going to run the gauntlet. We're talking NFL football. Cousin Sal's going to step up and then share some of his uh, best bets. We'll get the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart's uh, best bets. Uh, I've been um, you know, working the board uh, pretty hard, uh, actually. Uh, but this is one of the rare nights and um, rare occasions in which I'm more of a, a sports fan than better. I'm going, to, I'm going to bet a couple of games, but I've got series prices. I'm going to bet on the Raptors. A lot of stuff uh, to lay it down on uh, tonight, but it's all about Game 7. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Clippers and Nuggets are playing. <laughs> There's another NBA <laughs> no. game tonight, too, but That's it's all about this Game 7. <laughs> I agree, yeah. Clippers and Nuggets are in half an hour. We're like, hey, uh, okay, it's a basketball game. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens, Gabe. I can't wait for the Raptors uh, line around three points. Very low total, 204. I guess they're expecting some jitters early in this one and lots of clanking. Yeah, you know what? I think there could be some points, uh, actually. You know, it opened up at 208 and a half, and it was bet down to 203 and a half, and it's been uh, bet back up uh, right now. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. Listen, man, you're not getting rich betting the over in this series. It took double overtime uh, to get it over uh, to cash uh, here. But, uh, man, you know what? Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be an interesting game. Uh, Scott Foster is the official, and, uh, you know, you look up Scott Foster's name in a dictionary. It doesn't say interesting, but it might as well. No. Thing is, with Scott Foster, you can't say he's out to get the Raptors. He's just one of these dudes. He's out to get everybody. He's a referee yeah. that likes to make himself part of the game, which is that's the, that's the worst thing you can do if you're a referee. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Marenzi. Absolutely correct. I met uh, Scott Foster and a couple of his uh, cronies when they went uh, when I was working the horse racing room. The referees used to come into Shoeless Gabe before uh, you know I opened up the horse book with everybody else. And uh, yeah, Scott Foster's been there before. I've actually met him, had a conversation with him, but he seems to be. Uh, when it comes down to everything, he always seems to be like in the storyline. And we talk about that. We don't want to see a referee in the storyline. We want to see a referee ref the damn game. That's what I like to see. And, you know, Pharrell and I were talking. He was on the show talking about it. Uh, that's the thing. I don't want to see officials becoming the main part of the game. We're going to see players work this thing out. And that's what I want. That's what I hope. That's what I want. And I got to be honest with you. I want to let these guys play. It's a game. It's a game seven tonight. You know, enough of the the touch fouls and all the other crap. Just let these guys go. Let the, let them play 
And you know what? Let the players decide the outcome of these games. That's exactly what I'm thinking. But who knows what we're going to get tonight? It is a very low total, as we mentioned, up to 208, back down to 204. So I guess a lot of people, you know, early that line was a little bit high. People smashed it. And some people are still thinking about the under. Could be a defensive game. That's the thing. Who knows what's going to happen? Are these are, are the shots going to hit? That's what happens a lot of the time with both of these clubs. The Raptors like to shoot threes. The Boston Celtics can fire. We know how good Kemba Walker can be, but it seems like a very low total, even in a game seven. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there. But uh, I'm I'm gonna have a piece of the Raptors. I said last night to you, we both quit. Uh, the Reds blew the lead. You lost the first quarter bet. We probably put them on hiatus, but we don't listen to anything that we say anyway. So we're probably gonna have money on the first quarter and on the halftime bets of this uh, basketball game tonight. So we will see exactly what's going to go on. I know Gabe's going to be on the Raptors. I'm on the Raptors. And the good news for me is if the Raptors win, I got the Heat and Raptors in the series. Welcome, radio, everybody. I'm the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart along with Gabe Morenci. This is Game Time Decisions. We're talking Raptors, Celtics, Game 7 right now, Morenci. And as I was saying before, I know you. I said you're banned from first quarters, but I'm a nice guy. I'm going to let you off, and uh, you can let me off of my Cincinnati Reds bets, even though you should be slapping me in the face. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I'm not really uh, – I'm not in a hurry right now to be betting uh, the, the first quarter of the Toronto Raptors yeah. uh, Boston Celtic game. If anything, the Toronto Raptors are 6-0. and in the third quarter, something to, uh, to consider um, after halftime uh, this evening. We've got a series price uh, in play uh, with the Raptors uh, already at plus 152. We're going to play some props. We'll share some props uh, with you. We're going to bust uh, through uh, the National Football League uh, card as the trends continue, man. We talked about it a lot, and this is what happens when you get in front of a uh, – a, a, you know, as Steve Merrill uh, says, a regular guest on our show, you don't want to catch a falling knife. And that's what the Kansas City Chiefs are uh, right now. Super Bowl champions, we talked about it all week, 17-3 straight up in their in their season openers, 13-5-2 and two against the spread. Make it 14-5-2 against the spread right now. Kansas City uh, gets it done. Game goes over late in which uh, late gift from Lord Gambler for the uh, the over uh, better so uh, cousin Sal's going to join us. We're going to talk NFL uh, football. Uh, a couple of underdogs that, that I like. We've got the Clippers and the Nuggets uh, going off the board in a couple of minutes' time. That game's kind of flying under the radar because it's all about uh, Game Seven, and it's interesting in which Raptor fan and Celtic fans are all united uh, right now in their disdain for the fact that Scott Foster uh, will be doing uh, the basketball game uh, this evening and. I'll tell you what, man. Scott Foster has quite a bad history with the Boston Celtics. Like, I could get, like, Celtics. But the thing is, Scott Foster has a bad history with everybody. But Correct. people really people really don't like him. Like, there's a difference. Like, everybody thinks, oh, that guy's a bad referee. Ha, ha, and this guy's and this guy. Everyone's yeah. a terrible referee. And most of them are pretty good. Scott Foster is that guy. Like, he argues with players. Dude, Chris yeah. Paul said he did the game seven. Chris Paul told him, uh, Scott Foster told him right before tip-off, he goes, you remember I did the last game seven that you lost? Who says Unbelievable. that? Unbelievable. Like, no, he gets, insane. like, he makes himself part of it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Game Time Decisions continues. I am Gable Morenza. We're kicking it with a raging redhead, uh, Cam uh, Stewart. Normally, I don't care what day of the week uh, it is, but of course, it is uh, Friday, so I'm fired up uh, because it's week one of the NFL. Of course, uh, I'm freaked out. We've got game uh, seven. My palms are sweaty. Toronto Raptors, Boston Celtics. And I thought about it today. I, I was going to get a T-shirt made saying I'd rather be drunk. As uh, so that, That's how I feel right now. Uh, but yes, I'm fired up and shirt. I'm excited. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather be drunk. Uh, maybe later on. But let's bring in yes. uh, Cousin Sal uh, right now, co-founder of the Extra Points Podcast uh, Network. Of course, you know him from the Jimmy Kimmel uh, show. You also know him from Fox Pet Live on FS1. Not often talked about the fact that he's an uh, undefeated professional wrestler uh, as yeah. well. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's what's the what's the record at? What's your streak at? You're like Goldberg, fifty six and zero. What's the streak uh, at, Sal? Wow, well, I don't know if I have fifty six. Uh, I'm one and zero. I beat uh, a guy by the name of Santino Morella about uh, nine years ago, and I said, you know what? That's enough. Why why uh, put myself through uh, in, in harm's way? One and zero is good enough. Well, if we you know to talk about, yeah, yeah, yeah. In our uh, <laughs> illustrious days, we used to do shows in, uh, in uh, gentlemen establishments, gentlemen strip clubs. Uh, we ran into yeah. Santino uh, before. <laughs> you know, speaking of Santino, he's a Raptor fan from Toronto. I let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, he's not really from Italy. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's not really from Italy. He's, <laughs> that's amazing. He is from Toronto. Yes, he's one of Canada's yes. own. Yeah, he has a whole judo studio and everything. He's doing well for himself. But, you know, he lost to me, and he'll never be able to live that down, unfortunately. All right, so let me ask you, uh, uh, Sal, who, what, what about last night, the first uh, bad beat of the year with the total late in, in the football game? Game goes over with the late field goal. I thought Reed was going to take a knee. I figured, yeah, yeah, he's going to take a knee after they didn't get it in. You know, he could have. I guess he wanted to get it up to 14, you know, technically, whatever. But what side of that yeah. were you on? What was your take? I actually took – I was – you know, my take is they should let Al Michaels talk about whatever he wants. Like, enough – he obviously is struggling. He wants to mention – what does he say? He says, well, this matters to some people. It's like I know they have the preseason <laughs> talk with these guys and say, hey, you're not to mention gambling at all, even though we're assigned to have kiosks in every stadium, even though there's a, a, a team in Nevada, even though this and that, the hypocrisy sees, has no bounds. <laughs> and uh, I, I also thought Andy Reid might take a, a knee there, but we've seen it both ways with that, right? We've seen coaches take a knee or go for the field goal and the jugular, and uh, the Chiefs did. But it just makes me see that the odds makers are in midseason form. They really are. Fanzel, whoever it may be, 53 and a half. It lands on 54. God bless them. I don't know how they do it. It's a great point, uh, Sal. Yeah, the, the odds makers were in midseason form. And I, I tweeted the same thing, dude, during the game last night. And I love Al. And I mean, I've been, you know, I used to get a chuckle out of it in the old days. But it's like, come on, Al, there's a FanDuel like, uh, logo like in the stadium, bro. <laughs> like, right. when we go to commercials, we're going to a FanDuel TV spot. FanDuel it's not a secret. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's not a secret, Al. People are betting on the game uh, anymore. Uh, but speaking of betting on the games, I, you know, I, I'm looking at some underdogs uh, in, in week one, but I know we don't have a lot of time, Sal, so we'll get right down to business. What game are you most looking forward to, uh, to laying it down on? What catches your eye the most? You know what? You talk about the underdogs, and it's something like 36-19-1. I might be off by a game or two, but I, I know we said the stat all week on uh, Fox Bet Live, but 
Um, underdogs in division games week one, seven or more points. So who fits that? The Browns and the Dolphins, two teams you don't really want to have a lot of money on in week one. But I think it makes sense to back both those teams. I don't trust the uh, Cam Newton's offense. Remember, like the Patriots were 28th in the league offensively with their wide receivers. I think they had like 11 yards per catch. It was like 28th bottom four in the league. So I don't know where a lot of the points are going to come from the Belichick's team and kind of the same thing with the Browns and Ravens. I think, you know, remember Cleveland went in there, put 40 up in Baltimore last year. I think they keep it close. I don't think either of those underdogs maybe win, but I like, uh, I like betting them straight up. Hey, Sal, am I insane? Uh, I'm the president of the Colts. I found, as my buddy Gabe says, love Cam's Colts. But I don't know, man. Something's telling me Jacksonville and this line's gone up to eight. Is this going to be the pick that just screws everybody this week? Oh, got to take the Colts and parlays, teasers, everything. I'm getting a little bit scared here. I think maybe Jacksonville's the way to go, Gabe. I know you're feeling that way. What do you think, Sal? You know what? I think it's the stay away of the day. And I feel like that specific game, Cam, is the one where – if things go sideways, if the Jaguars win the game, it will nullify like two months of research I've done on the NFL. Because I have the Jaguars. <laughs> I have the Jaguars at like plus 240 to have the fewest wins in the league. I spent yes, a little money on a team going 0-16. I reluctantly gave them a win against, I think, Detroit. But I think they are so far inferior to every team. But that said, couldn't you just see it? 110 degrees in, in Jacksonville. And Gardner Minshew has the ball. You know, in the fourth quarter in a close game, I maybe don't trust Phillip Rivers enough just yet in game one. So I would take the points in that one as well. You know, that's the thing. And you're right. Can you imagine, too, how many survivor pools yeah. are going to be popped oh. <laughs> uh, if, if yeah. Jacksonville uh, somehow wins this game? But I've talked about this, Sal, a lot. You've seen this uh, over the years. Bad teams that if they go like one in 15, two and 14, they'll often win like early. You know what I mean? Like, you right. know, man, home openers, like, it's like baseball. You know, someone's got to win. Everyone thinks, yeah, we won the city, you know, the home opener. Yeah, your team still sucks. Talk to me in, in right. eight weeks, et cetera. <laughs> so, you know, bad bad teams can play well in week one. And that, I don't know, man, laying points with Phillip Rivers on the road. Mm. Jacksonville's defense is depleted. So being uh, being a New Yorker, let me, uh, that you are, let me ask you about, um, you know, Judge freaks out the other day. Um, restarts uh, practice, um, as expected, a guy with a last name Judge is a hard ass. And then, you know, the Jets, the Jets supposedly have been a mess. Yet, listen, I'm a diehard Bill fan. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man, the Bills and the Jets, remember last year, 17-16, first game of the year, I was there. Um, they always play tight. You talked about these division dogs, uh, division dogs uh, in week one. Pretty, pretty tempting, and I, you know, I know as, as yeah. shaky as the Jets are, it's it's tough to trust the Bills. Another low-scoring football team laying six and a half, but I love that Dolphins pick. I'm all over them. Let me tell you, I like the Jets. And like six weeks ago, the Jets, because I think obviously 2020 is a crazy year, right? So you might get a few teams that win the division aren't supposed to. Maybe it's the Falcons. I still have money on them at seven one. I like the Jets as one of those teams, and then. Two of their best players, two of the best three players either opted out or were traded, Jamal Adams and C.J. Mosley. So that defense may not be as great. But that said, and as bad as they've been over the last 12 years, only one opener have they lost by seven or more points. And as you said before, 16 nothing, they were winning that opener against Buffalo last year before they blew it, lost 17-16. I think they could keep this close. I think Buffalo's getting a little too much credit with the AFC East being – 
as uh, weak as it is this year. I would take the points there. Giants, different story. Uh, any team that has Jason Garrett, and let's not forget, they have Freddie Kitchens as as, as an associate, too. He's a coordinator. So I don't think Joe Judge isn't getting any help. I think he's going to be calling practice a lot. There's going to be a lot of flip-outs over the years. Yeah, you know how like um, you know how like uh, politicians and you know the Congress will always release something like bad news at like two in the morning on a Friday yes. night holiday weekend. That's what they did, dude, in New York with Freddie Kitchens. I swear to God, they announced it at like four fifteen a.m. on a Friday morning. Like, I think it was like the day the pandemic hit. Uh, so I was there. I was like, yeah, real slick. And they did the same thing with Garrett. They sort of slid Garrett in on like a Saturday night at 1 a.m. Oh, by the way, we hired right. Jason Garrett in Freddie Kitchens. Yeah, well, quite the staff he's assembling there. Um, um, listen, being a Bills fan, I am not the biggest Tom Brady guy. Uh, but without being stated, and just for the record, too, we talked with uh, Cam Newton guys uh, with liking the, the fish this week. Cam Newton, 1-7 straight up, 0-8 against the spread in his last eight starts. A lot of points to be laying in his first uh, game uh, playing again. I like betting on Tampa last year. I thought they were an upstart team. I could have lived. I could live with. Uh, we only got thirty seconds left, Sal. But I'm taking the Bucks plus the three and a half. I think the Saints are a little bit overhyped. Give me, give me, give me the Bucks. What, what's your take on that? It, I'm biased. I, I I have to split my hatred of the Patriots now towards Belichick and Brady. That said, I think the Saints take care of <laughs> won't have much to do with Brady. It's their defense was 29th in the league. Didn't get much better. And if you look at Breeze's numbers, he carves up bottom 10 defenses. And Thanks, Sal. Put Brady on his back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, it is, it is what it is. And I'm not a fan of bringing in all these old dudes, man, like Gronkowski and LaShawn McCoy. You know, what's the point? You know what I mean? But they do have a ton of talent around that, and their work ethic has been great. And I'll tell you what, guys, if there's a football team that has – look, dude, Tom Brady didn't care about any of the COVID guidelines even. He was working out in parks. He wanted to visit the O.C., like they were working out together, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, um, they know the Buccaneer players know that Brady's not around forever. They see like a window, and I'm just telling you, the work ethic has been great with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think you know, I like them. I like them. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna take. Them. I'm just gonna play. I'm just gonna play devil's advocate for anybody that didn't watch him play. How's his arm strength? Everyone wants to talk about Philip Rivers. Those playoff games, it was horrible. And that's that's partly on Brady. He's he's dealing with age too. I'm just saying it's just one of those Let's things. Not compare Philip Rivers to Tom Brady. No, I'm not. I'm just telling you, he's got an arm strength problem. Game time decisions continues. <laughs> SportsGrid.com: Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips, 24/7, as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering: real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Game time to sit and continues. I am Renzi kicking out a raging redhead. Cam Stewart, cousin Sal joined us uh, earlier, and that was um, fun. He likes, yeah, good, good guy. Uh, look forward to him joining us. Cousin Sal will be joining us on a weekly basis every Friday 
talk NFL uh, football. Time just uh, flew by. Hopefully, we can uh, try to uh, get two segments uh, next week. Um, but uh, Sal's taking a look at the um, Miami Dolphins. And mm-hmm. uh, I am as well. You know, the Miami Dolphins actually three and two straight up and against uh, the spread uh, uh, against Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots last five games. Cam Newton, 0-8, his last eight starts against the spread. His first start, yeah. I think the Patriots' offense going to be a little challenged. Listen, man, Miami had had a deep draft. They had a million draft picks. Flores, they did a great job. He did a great job, like, getting the guys to play for him. They like him. They spent over $100 million in the offseason in acquisitions. Like, the Dolphins can can compete, actually. Like, I think the Dolphins are going to be right there in this football. Like, Right there in his football game. I, I, think, I think they could win this game outright. Uh, but I will be taking the Miami Dolphins plus the six and a half points. We took the Denver Nuggets plus the points here in the first quarter. And if we lose this, uh, this first quarter bet, I guess uh, you, know, you can let me have it, Ken. I won't let you have it. It's not really. Are you, are you betting it gonna... too? Are you taking yeah, it? I, I, I'm a team player. Just because, uh, you know what I mean, I like to do things on the show. And uh, I think actually your th- theory on All the right, Nuggets so is, well, is good. And I will what... say this, <laughs> the Raptors were betting in the first quarter too because I'm going to do the opposite. That's the problem with statistics and stats. Oh, it's 7-1 to this, 8-1 to this. Yeah, but you got to get on that early. The problem is when you get on the ship late, that's when you get the hole in the ship and you go down sinking. The Raptors today, this is the game they come out, Gabe. I'm taking them in the first quarter too. These first quarter bets, Denver and Toronto. Let's let's do it. You know, it's funny. I wasn't thinking about the Raptors in the first quarter. It, I have I have the feeling it's going to be one of those 25-25 after the first quarter. 27-28. It's going to come down to that last <laughs> shot, that yeah. last second. They're plus one. They're plus one. Plus one and a half. Like that's the thing, right? Say it's tied, we win, right? So I think it's going to be tight. That's too, a good but I point. Like that's a good point. That it's up to right now. Right now, the Raptors are plus three at FanDuel. The total is two hundred four. It's gone up, guys. The the number this this game opened up immediately, and you guys know, man. I track these numbers right away, especially for the Raptors. So, right, and FanDuel does a great job. They're very fast. Like the second these games are over, man, they got the next game up. Yeah. And it was Boston one and a half. It slowly crept up right now. Up to three. Yep. So that does affect the first quarter number. And and now, you know, the first quarter number, FanDuel, this lets you know they know the Raptors are going to win the first quarter. They're only plus 0.5. Interesting. Yeah, I like. I see that's the thing. I, I like looking at stuff like that, too. It's like, what, people aren't just going to go jump all over Boston because they've won every first quarter before? I think the Raptors know it's imperative. The games they haven't got onto a good start have been a disaster for them. They need to come out, like, right away, like it's yeah, in the fourth quarter. they never blow them out, with a couple... That's the thing. The yes, Raptors... you're right, they linger. Down yeah. six, I... down five. Even when know. the Raptors at the best of times, I know their patterns. Kyle Lowry will score, like, eight of the game's first ten points tonight. You'll be like, oh, my God, man, they look great. They're up 10-2, 10-4. Next thing you know, yep. it'll be 16-16. <laughs> like, it happens all the time. Yeah. But that, that's, the, that's the problem, though, with the Raptors is that it's no promise they're going to win if they get off to a hot start, but they're pretty much guaranteed to lose if they're flat off the stop, off the, the start. So that's what yes. they're, they're kind of a frustrating team. To me, the big difference here 
is, and I think the number's wrong. I think the Raptors are the better team. And, like, what have the Boston Celtics ever accomplished? Like, Jason Tatum has never won before. He's never won anything. Brad Stevens never really won uh, before. Kemba Walker, right? So, you have a team who are the defending champions. Yeah, they don't have Kawhi Leonard. We get it. They also won 54 games without him um, Mm -hmm. in a regular season. So, like... And in a shortened season, I might add, actually, right? They didn't even yeah. play a full regular season. So they're they're battle tested. Like who like that's what like who on the who on the um on the Boston Celtics is as battle tested as Kyle Lowry is? Going through all the Nobody. disappointments and postseason Nobody. failures. Exactly. Kyle Lowry's been on Olympic gold medal teams. He's an NBA champion. He's played. Kyle Lowry is one of the most clutch players in clutch games in the final three yeah. minutes. And it's not, oh, no, no, he isn't. I'll give you the facts in a second here. But, yeah. you know, Marcus Gasol, say what you will about him. But when the chips were down, he started hitting a couple of threes, right? He was like, ah, I'm going to save this. Like, Sergi Baca. Sergi Baca's played in multiple NBA finals, bro, in his life. These guys mm-hmm. have played in big games. The Boston Celtics... They faded in big games uh, as a whole under Stevens. They've made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. We'll give them credit for that. But I just think the Raptors have a better pedigree. And I don't know about momentum, but the Raptors are starting to play better. And I don't, I'm not saying they have momentum, Cam, but the ball movement was crisper. The attention to detail, the defense. If you notice, like, they 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 realize we're about to lose. We have to change. We have to start yes. playing better. And they did. They get this. To me, like, who do you think more pressure is on tonight? The Raptors? People thought the Raptors were going to suck without Kawhi Leonard. There's no pressure on these guys. Whose legacy? What, Siakam's going to get ripped? Other than that, there's no, no legacies at stake. If you're the Boston Celtics, man, you've had the Raptors on the ropes for the last 10 days, and you can't finish them off. Brad Stevens, all this hype all the time. Get to the finals, man. Jason Tatum, yeah, you're great. Win a big series. We'll go down the list here. I think there's more pressure on the Boston Celtics than there is the Toronto Raptors. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and the thing with Kyle Lowry is when LeBron James used to come to Toronto and kick their ass all the time and like just absolutely embarrass these teams, he's been there from the right. Kemba Walker game, as we admit, he's a very, very good player. Great at UConn, whatever. But remember, when you're playing for the Charlotte Hornets, what kind of big games were you in when you played for the Charlotte Hornets? Sure, you were a scoring machine. That's the difference, right? It's battling. It's losing those tight games. It's being have your heart ripped open. And a lot of those guys on the team, as for Siakam and his legacy, sure, the guys had some dumb fouls. But look at all the good things he did when they won uh, the championship, right? Against Golden State, he really stepped up. So I agree with you. I think this team is peaking at the right time. Norm Powell's an X-factor there. Uh, he looks really, really good. And uh, he's basically taking things uh, – you know, he, he he looked fantastic down the stretch in don't that game. There's a lot to like. I don't, and I don't, I, I, no, I don't say I, that. I, don't like, I like Norm Powell. I know. I like no, Norm he's not going to do the same things. Yeah. No, no. This is what Powell does, man. Like, he shows up once every 6.1 games or whatever. And yeah. he'll drop 24. And you're like, dude, why don't you do that all the time? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? We're like, you can do that all the time. Why don't you do that all the time? Exactly. Right? But, he, you know, he doesn't do it back to back. But that's the beautiful thing about the Raptors. It's always sort of, it's like whack-a-mole. Someone else is always popping their head up, right? You think you have them beat. And you're like, I can't believe that OG guy just hit a three. Exactly. That was his first shot of the corner, and he hit the three, right? There's always someone. Mm-hmm. My gut instinct tonight, and my gut's never wrong, 
That's not <laughs> yeah. true. My gut's off and wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, my gut's uh, my, very big and my wrong. My gut yes. instinct. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my gut instinct tells me Fred Van Fleet. That makes big sense. Big night tonight. He's the one. It makes sense. I don't know. I just yep. think I think Lowry's going to do his thing. Lowry's going to be good. But to me, Fred Van Fleet, 19 and a half points. I think the three ball is going to fall for Freddie. I think he's going to be aggressive. Um, I don't know. It's just one of those deals. I wish it was 17 and a half, not 19 and a half. But that's just my, this is no database. This is no computer. This is no, no. nothing. This is just me thinking that Fred Van Fleet's going to drop like 23, 24 points tonight, have a big game, and be the key to the Raptors' success and victory. I, I got no problem with that because that's, that's, you know, once he gets into a rhythm and he starts hitting a few, that's the thing about that guy. Then it's electrifying. Ding, 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 ding. As for Siakam, here's the deal. You got an advantage. You could play inside. No stupid fouls. No dumb stuff. If they get the rebound, don't do a stupid swat. Just play, play your game. and a half points, too. I kind of like that. I would look at um, the, the problem that I have. They need to play Tease a little bit better. He, under Underneath, he's had too many easy looks. I don't know what you do with the rotations there, but that can't happen. Even when they played great that game, he was he was getting anything that he wanted underneath. And I got to hand it to the guy. He's been very, very solid for Boston. But if they can find a way to contain that little like, like easy pass play where he just goes in and dunks or throws up an easy layup, I think we're going to have some very, very positive things to talk about tonight. Well, Daniel House is going to be the answer to a trivia question in yes. future years. Who's well, the only the NBA player? <laughs> yeah, who's the only NBA player that got kicked out of the bubble? Yeah, uh, Daniel exactly. House has been <laughs> asked House. to leave. It's like Survivor. He's been asked right. to leave the campus. Um, yeah, he's no longer. And you know what? He's if the Rockets came back and won the series and went to the finals, he's not allowed playing. Like. He's done. No, they. Yeah, he's been removed. And we talked about this briefly. Uh, he had sex with someone that was already there. Like I don't, I don't, I don't really get it. it. Like yeah, like I he agree. Didn't sneak someone in. Like he yeah. had, and it was the it was the COVID. He lady. had some. She's the, yeah. Well, one of the, the one of the workers that does the COVID testing. Yes. Yes. He brought her back to the room, and yeah, all hell breaks loose. But I, she's already there. Like, what business is a, of yours, like, who's in his room if they're already there? It's like, the, it's, like like, the, it's like what you said before. If, the say, the cleaning lady's there and he's just having a nap and she's like, hey, you know, and one, one thing leads to another. Yeah, yeah. They have, to, <laughs> they have to test the cleaning lady if she's got COVID to clean the damn room, right? So hey, what was your line with George Costanza? Hey, you know, that was the best with, with the cleaning lady. Hey, Wait, is, it, is it wrong? Said it came, came to my attention that you had sex uh, with the, uh, the cleaning woman. Uh, is that frowned upon? Is was that, that wrong? Because yes. I got to tell you, to every other place I've been, that's, you know. Yeah. No, I don't, I, I, I don't have whatever. a problem with you sleeping with the cleaning lady either. She's, she's negative for COVID-19. He can do whatever he wants. He's a grown man uh, in the bubble. You're right, Gabe. They were hard on him. I'll tell you what. Don't. It's, it's no big deal, though. The, the rest of the every Houston Rocket player is going to be asked to leave the bubble. Exactly. The House, is just, House is just taking <laughs> have care one of more business game. early. Yeah, he got you got out, or you got you're missing one game, bro. Guys, Don't worry. Like, I, I, yeah, you weren't. You're not going to be there long, bud. You're right. He's already. No, like, Don't worry, guys. I'll see like you later. House, this this is different. It's different with House. It's different with House than the guy on the Seahawks that tried to sneak someone in. That was yeah. like stupid. That's like she's yeah, off you, the you tried. Yeah, you disguised the girl in Seahawk mm. gear. 
That was trial-worthy. Yeah, Daniel House is more like, dude, like, you know what I mean? But I don't know. Like, anyways. So, <laughs> that was great. Um, yeah, kid I like the Freddie Van Fleet fraud. Uh, yeah, I, I like, like the Freddie Van Fleet prop over 19 and a half points. Siakam, I believe in Siakam. His prop is 19 and a half points as well. It's just a little bit high. Um, Kyle Lowry, 20 and a half points for Kyle yep. Lowry. So, we're, dude, we're to the point now. It's game seven of the series. FanDuel has it figured out, right? Like they're 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 with the props. These props are sharp, man. Right? The props are. are sharp. Especially for the Raptor players. There's really only like three guys that really score. You know, like basically, you know, I was thinking about this because I'm looking, it's like Van Fleet's 19 and a half, Siakam's 19 and a half, and and Lowry's 20 and a half. And I'm thinking, man, if all three of them don't go over, I don't know how they win. <laughs> like it's one of those yeah. type of deals. Um the the total is interesting though. I'm I, I might want to fade the public perception here and go over uh, 204. But um, we'll get into our best bets. We'll see what Cam uh, has uh, cook Cam's uh, cookout as far as Major League Baseball uh, is concerned. Bieber strikeout prop is eight and a half tonight. Seems doable. Ooh, it Seems does. doable. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, the Denver Nuggets and L.A. Clippers are off and running uh, right now. Low scoring, a start 6-3. Eight minutes and 50 seconds are remaining. We're screwed. Clippers up by three already. <laughs> why can't Denver be up by three? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? It would be, yeah, it why would be nice. Why can't Denver be up by three? Uh, but we'll keep our eye on that. Uh, we got baseball coming up. I, I got to be honest. I'm, I've been all NFL, yeah. little college uh, football, and um, I'm really uh, preoccupied with the big game seven uh, tonight. Uh, but uh, Major League uh, Baseball, what are you playing, uh, Cam? Yeah, there's really nothing much to to love on the board. Um, the best game, Cleveland and the Minnesota Twins, I agree. I don't think you can really take a side. Maybe I lean to the Twins, but I like Bieber strikeouts, as you said. I like the Milwaukee Brewers against the Cubs, but it's a buck uh, 70. That's high. I also like Giolito of the White Sox, and it's 270. So, Gabe, I'm going to have to put a parlay together. The only game individually that I like in baseball, I like the Colorado Rockies at home. It's only 35 cents. Marquez over Canning. Uh, I like Colorado there. The other games are very difficult. Maybe a lean to the Arizona Diamondbacks at home to Seattle. Even money, they're the dog. Kikuchi shouldn't be favored uh, over these guys. But nothing I really love. And we'll talk about the hockey game. It's an 8 o'clock start the next hour. Uh, I'm going back to the dog and probably the under. I've got a uh, in-game play for uh, for everybody uh, right now. I want to get to this, but like I said, there's so much going on: the basketball, the football on the mind. Um, the New York Mets were big favorites against the Toronto yeah, Blue Jays. Blue Blue Jays are up one nothing right now. Can still get them at plus one thirty. They're going to win this game, and uh, I'm in. Give me the Toronto Blue Jays plus one thirty in-game. Uh, they got a one nothing lead, and I'm still getting them at plus 30 cents. I don't care that Jacob DeGrom's on the hill, Cam. doesn't matter to me. I don't I, care yeah. that they're struggling. You couldn't care less about the Mets struggling. No, you don't. You don't care. You don't care about Whatever. the Mets. Yeah, DeGrom's about DeGrom. good. I don't know. Does it mean DeGrom's the Mets are going to score? 
that's the thing. DeGrom, DeGrom might, uh, you know, give up one or two runs. Can The Mets might not score any. That's that's the whole point of the thing. I looked at that line, too. I didn't pull the trigger, but the Jays were like plus 210. That's, uh, that's stupid. I get DeGrom's one of the best pitchers in baseball, but the way the Mets are playing, they should have been about a buck 60 in that game. Heavy line inflation there. I got no problem with that play. Yeah, Blue Jays plus 130 uh, in-game. Pretty nice number, actually, for uh, for a smoking uh, hot team. This is where it gets real right now. The you know we're to the um, that doesn't. It's been a, it's been such a sprint, uh, but these baseball games are all pretty big. So I talked about Bieber um, tonight. Bieber on the hill. His strike his strikeout prop is eight and a half tonight. Cam shaded to the over, uh, but you know he's been money. I mean eight eight and a half. He's gone over eight and a half uh, strikeouts in five straight starts. 10 strikeouts, 9 strikeouts, 10 strikeouts, 11 strikeouts, 11 strikeouts, 8 strikeouts, 8 strikeouts, 13, 14. So basically, he's only gone under 8.5 two times all year. 9.5 would have scared me. 8.5's a fair number. Still a little high, but he'll get there. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Raging Redhead uh, Cam uh, Stewart. Uh, we got the Denver Nuggets and the LA Clippers countdown to um, game seven between the Boston Celtics and the Toronto Raptors. I'm curious to see if there's going to be more line movement uh, in this game. Sitting at three points uh, right now. And um, another one bites the dust, uh, Cam. 15 7 uh, right now for the Los Angeles Clippers. First quarter start. Yeah, great. Thanks, Denver. Yeah. Yeah, good, good, good effort there, guys. <clears throat> yeah, might lose the first quarter, <laughs> might lose the whole game. Yeah, they much might get uh, absolutely throttled. What are you going to do? Well, I'll tell right? you what, that though. Mm-hmm. That parlay that I said is plus one ninety one before is still plus one sixty eight right now. Still not bad. You get the L.A. Clippers to win the game and the um, the Raptors to win the game at plus one sixty eight. I got no problem with that. I like. Listen, I'm taking the Raptors. I already have the Raptors, but I'm taking them. I'm taking them. Um, I'm going to be taking them again. I have a serious price, but I do think the Raptors are going to win a game. So why not just get the party started and try to boost the odds a little bit with the Clippers? It's inevitable. The Clippers are going to win a game. Yeah, they are. The Clippers are going to win, and <clears throat> Houston's going to tap out in the next game too. Uh, the NBA gets what they want. L.A. versus L.A. Uh, super Series in, in the West. Interesting stuff, Gabe. And we talked about. Uh, Live betting before. I'm just following the tennis, and uh, Karina Boost is playing Alex Jarev in one of the men's semifinals. Dominic Team and Medvedev uh, is the night match. Um, Busta was up two sets to love, and Jarev, who was a minus 310 favorite on FanDuel at the start of the day, became cl- close to plus 400. He has won the last two sets and tied it up. Absolutely craziness when we talk about the movement in tennis. The same thing last night with Azarenka, as in Serena Williams won the first set 6-1, to one, and she battled back and won which was good for me, but just the swings of tennis uh, this year at the U.S. Open have been phenomenal, like turning minus 200s into plus 400s and 500s. It's been wild. Absolutely nuts. 
Uh, Cam's got tennis fever. Uh, you have any picks I for do. us? Rod Laver. Yeah, Medvedev. Rod Laver in the yeah, house. Hey. Any picks? Hi, hey, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart, a.k.a. Rod Laver. If you bet on Azarenka last night, let me tell you, Dominic team's good, but Medvedev's better. It's a pick at FanDuel. I like the Russian, the three-seed, Medvedev. Could be a five-set thriller. Well, look, you have the, uh, looks like you have a, um, you got an Adidas tennis shirt on right now. You, you, look, you look like you're, you're about to go to the U.S. Open. <laughs> yes. Better than the shirt yesterday that you ripped. Hey, Cam, this is the best. Cam, you got to let it go. Like, let it go. Get some new shirts. I'm like, I agree. Yeah, that was a bad I'll go shirt. Get some new sh- that was a horrible almost, shirt. It I almost agree. looked like the Seinfeld puffy shirt or something. Like, it just it wasn't working. Yeah, yeah. yeah some just point, a bigger collar, real loose and gross. Yeah, you're right. Didn't really fit well. It was just a, a very bad shirt on laundry day. That's the thing. Old, yeah. old reliable Adidas gets it done. You've got to, you got to let it go. Give it away. Let it, or throw it away. Oh, I, that thing should be burned. It should, who's going to, like, I, I honestly believe, even if you need clothes and I gave that to you, it's not like the jerseys that we gave to the, to the poor kids that you sent me. And I went all around town and I got the, the remember that when you, uh, when you first, uh, was, uh, moved to New York there, Gabe, uh, kids were happy. They got like even a Chad Pennington jersey you'd be happy with, not my golf shirt. That thing just sucked. Bad gift. No, 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 no. Nobody wants. Uh, nobody wants your used clothes. Uh, <laughs> that's the jerseys. Jerseys are good though. <laughs> jerseys, right? All right. So we'll get we'll get into the uh, we'll get into the NFL uh, picks. Yes. Cousin Sal on earlier. We briefly kicked the tires on the NFL. Going to break down Game Seven. Get to the prop. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates out there. I'm Renzi. It's in game live. We transition from game time decisions into in game live. Um, we just played an in game bet actually on uh, the uh, the Toronto Blue Jays plus one thirty. They have a one nothing lead um, at plus one thirty. Jacob Degrom's on the hill for the Mets, uh, but still the Mets are fading fast, and uh, the Blue Jays are one of the hottest teams uh, in baseball. We also jumped in on the parlay. Get the uh, L.A. Clippers money line and the Toronto Raptors. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 